Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. I'm Isla Garcia, Master's Degree of Nutrition Science and Registered Dietitian, and I'm going to make weight loss realistic, sustainable, and uncomplicated for your busy lifestyle. On this podcast, me and my team of registered dietitians will decipher the latest nutrition research, dissect fad diets, and discuss social media trends for you so you can feel confident knowing what to eat to achieve your health goals. Research suggests that most weight loss programs aren't successful, but my experience has taught me that this is not because the participants aren't committed. It's because those diets are designed by non-nutrition professionals and center around severe restrictions. We are here to provide the facts about the science of weight loss so you can have the success you want and continue living your best life. Hello, welcome back to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. My name is Isla, your founder, CEO, and host of our podcast. And today I'm going to do a solo episode. So this is not just an intro. This is going to be me the whole entire episode. Today's episode is going to be all about three reasons why you're overeating. And this is actually related to a blog post that our coach Hannah created that y'all really liked. According to the Instagram analytics, it got a ton of clicks when I shared it on stories and a ton of clicks when we just shared it on a static post. So I'm going to kind of expand a little bit because I feel like this is a question that we get a lot um, or just something that comes up a lot when people are trying to lose weight. And there's so many different things I could say about it, but I'm going to try to whittle it down into just three things. But just as a little bit of housekeeping, overall, I am, of course, coming back from Europe and like gonna wanna, I like wanna transform my life. And I thought a lot and I really just wanna try to cut back on some work hours or really just try to figure out what is the biggest bang for my buck? What are the things that I can do to optimize time, work less, and provide the best content for you all? So, What that's going to look like is I think I am going to start doing a little bit more solo episodes again. I used to do them when we first started and I ended up really liking doing interviews, but getting interviewees takes a lot of effort. So I still like doing interviews. I just don't want to force it as much. I still want to maybe try to get one done a month. Um, I have a lot of great people in my sphere that I think would be really uh, helpful for you to hear about from as well. But I think in order to cut down on some workload, I'm going to try to just do some more solo episodes. So what I'm thinking the format is going to look like from here is the beginning of the month, doing a solo episode, then trying to do an interview in there somewhere, another episode being a replay. So this is another thing I've thought about that we could cut down on. I've gotten some feedback that people are finding us and listening to a lot of the beginning episodes, which our podcast, I feel like is a little bit different because it is super informative and we really try hard not to repeat content. And so I think there's a lot of good information that are in some older episodes that we can replay that you may not have heard of, or just might've been a really dense episode that you would benefit from hearing again, especially around seasonal stuff. So I think this month I'm going to try to replay the uh, travel episode, even though I wish I would have done it sooner. That was a really good episode. And instead of making a one, another one, I think we could just replay it and it's super, super valuable. I already sent it to clients anyway, so I think everybody should benefit from it. But like just for example, and then maybe doing another solo episode. I enjoy listening to other podcasters every now and then do Q&As about themselves or just like random Q&As, especially if I'm new to the podcast and don't understand what they are, what they stand for, anything like that. So I think it might be good 
once a month to kind of just do like a random Q&A episode about what we are, what we offer, uh, what you can get out of us, who I am, stuff like that. And then if there's like a fifth weekend, I'm thinking of maybe working in another interview. But I also want to start doing shorter episodes because this would also help cut down on my workload. So this means that I'm a little lost in the pop culture piece of it. Um, If you're on Spotify, I'll try to enter like where they have a new cool feature where you can like uh, comment or ask, uh, answer a question. So let me know how you feel about it. I've toyed around with just like maybe making some episodes, just like maybe like pop culture wrap ups for the whole episode of what's happened that month. But overall, I've taken a break from media as another kind of like effort and I feel a lot better, honestly. So I'm not really on my personal Instagram anymore. I really don't listen to the news, which I don't really know how responsible that is, but it is what it is. I really don't look at TikTok and I've even gotten to on my business account, just uploading it during work hours and then deleting it back, which has honestly been so nice. It's forced me to read a lot more. It's forced me to literally just like stare out into the outdoors and think about my life. And I feel a lot calmer. So all that to say, I feel kind of like out of touch with pop culture these days. So I don't even know what to talk about when it comes to that piece of it. I thought about maybe just like reviewing a diet or maybe I can do like a Q&A. I don't know. I like doing different parts of podcasts, but we'll just see. So all that to say that pop culture is still something I do care about, but I'm not really in taking it anymore. So I don't really have anything to say about it. So that might be another shift that you kind of see. So this month, what can you expect? This episode is going to be a solo episode. The next episode, I'm planning on it being a replay of a vacation episode, just in case any of you have like these last minute trips in August. The next episode, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do a solo episode on my career path and questions about running your own business. So in no way, shape or form do I want to be a career coach, but I get so many questions. I just need to do a like really good episode. Maybe this will be longer than 30 minutes about what I did to be able to run my own business and any, like all these common questions I get so I can just send it to people instead of trying to spend like 30 minutes every time somebody asks me, like giving a spiel or telling people that I can talk to them about it, but I would charge them the same as I would charge an hourly rate for a client. So that's going to be a solo episode. I think it's good because we're kind of in back to school time. So maybe that can go with the people who are going back to school thinking about becoming a dietitian. Next, Lacey has recorded a podcast episode with me about her weight loss story that is really, really great. Lacey had a whole baby and she wanted to talk about how she's implemented a lot of the steps that of our program and she's never really had to lose weight before and it's worked for her. So she's excited to talk about all of that. And then then we have unfortunately like a fifth week in July. So I might interview somebody Um, I don't really know what to do about that last one, but I think I might pull on an interview person that I've had in my head that I think would be able to come on and record within a month. But let's get to the bulk of our interview now that all of those are wrapped up and the inner, I mean, the bulk of the episode, which is three reasons that you are overeating. So again, um, I want to plug Hannah's uh, blog post that maybe we can link in the description box and the uh, show notes and all the things. Um, and I've thought of three different reasons um, that I see a lot with clients, but make sure to go read that because there's uh, even more information on there. I also want to preface by saying we actually had a whole blog meeting about we wanted to cover this episode. We wanted to cover this topic in our blog, but we thought about using the term binging because that's what a lot of people say, especially when I have discovery calls. People say that they feel like the reason they can't lose weight is because they're binging. 
I'm not big on terminology, but this word actually does mean a lot to me because um, it more so is should be in the eating disorder world. When a client says this, or like if you were to ever become a client or do a discovery call, I do ask, can you tell me what the binge is like? Because a true eating disorder binge would be like blacking out, like eating two full pizzas, um, having like 1500 calories in one meal. And that would not just be all you had in that day. Like it's very involved and needs psychiatric help. So having a true binge is not something I have ever really seen in a client, except one time I did have somebody who had binge eating disorder and I was working with their therapist. And I got a lot of insight into what an actual binge looks like um, with that client. So all that to say, I know like in layman's, layman's terms, you might say that this might be three reasons you're binging, but I'm going to use the word overeating because likely you're not binging. And if you are truly binging, I would ask for you to seek out some psychological help. Sorry if you can tell a difference in the audio. I just realized I wasn't even recording with my microphone because it wasn't plugged in. But without further ado, let's get to our first reason that you are overeating, which is you're not drinking enough water. So I had to include this because it's actually our theme over on Millennial Living for this month of August. It's hydration. It's our last month of summer. So I really had to make sure that we touch the hydration because there's like, oh, the whole world seems like it's just heating up. But if you feel like you need some help with hydration, make sure to go utilize that two-week free trial in Millennial Living. By the time this episode comes out, you should have a new module uploaded for you that I'm going to make that's about how hydration can improve your health. When I was trying to think of podcast episodes this month about hydration, I just realized that there are so many things it helps with that I could pull experts on. I didn't end up actually getting any experts, but I learned a lot about all the things that it really helps with. So if you need some inspiration on or a a conviction on drinking more water, make sure to go check that out. And I'll also include two tips on how you can increase your water intake that I tell clients it seems to really work. But all that aside, for weight loss, hydration is very important because it actually does fill you up on literally zero calories. One way that we feel full is our stomach physically just stuff being in there regardless of what it is. And so you can use that to your advantage and fill up on water. I know for me, this is totally true because when I overeat, I don't even want any water or it'll hurt my stomach. So you can make sure that you are semi-full before you go into a meal by drinking water. I think there's that old tip of like maybe drinking a glass before you eat and that'll help you to eat less. And that's why, um, when I was looking for some research to back it up, according to John Hopkins university website, thirst is often mistaken for hunger by the brain. So if you're hungry, try to drink some water first and just see if that helps. I know for me, I feel like this is so true. Um, I used to in the morning, just be so hungry. And I feel like no matter what I ate, Even when I followed all my own rules about like not just eating straight up carbs, not doing just coffee, I still was super hungry and just felt like I couldn't get on top of it. I tried to implement drinking a whole, like one of my clear turvises, which I think is like two and a half cups or something of water before I would drink a second cup of coffee. And I was always really blown away by how much water I would drink in the morning because I will say that I'm actually a pretty bad water drinker throughout the day, but in the morning... I realized that I think I was just very dehydrated because I would drink the whole thing and honestly went like a whole nother one. And that would make me feel so much better. It would honestly help me to not feel super hungry for the rest of the day either. So if you feel like you are 
overeating, try to stay hydrated and see if that helps. And a really specific tip for you is maybe try to drink your glass or two when you wake up in the morning because you will wake up in a dehydrated state. We breathe a lot through the night and we don't drink water through that like eight or nine hour stretch. And every time we breathe, you breathe out a little bit of water vapor. So you do wake up dehydrated, which is another reason you're like the lowest body weight in the morning. Um, But we want to fix that by drinking some water. It doesn't have to be lemon water. It doesn't have to be like alkaline, chlorophyll, anything like that. Just literally drink some water and see if it helps with your hunger. The second reason that I see often why people overeat is that they're not eating enough produce. I feel like this is literally the answer to everything in every single episode. But just a reminder that being in a calorie deficit isn't really about eating less food. It's about eating less of the high calorie foods. And I would say almost all clients that I've worked with have agreed on this. I find that when clients are eating a lower amount of calories, when I look through their diary, it's on the days where they are hitting that five to six serving mark of produce. I don't really have the scientific backing of this because again, I'm gonna try to cut down time. So I'm not gonna claim anything, but I will just say from my observations from when I see in clients is it seems like it could just be that you're not as hungry because you are filling up just from like sheer volume of what you're eating. It also could be that you're not overeating if you're eating more produce because it's just not as tasty and it's not as tempting. I'm currently, I just started a book before I record this podcast and they did this study about rats and how it was hard to fatten them when they just gave them more of their normal rat food, but they gave them like fruit loops and they got, they like gained a lot of weight right away. So I know for me too, it's so easy to overeat on desserts compared to broccoli because it just doesn't taste as good. So that could be another reason why eating more produce will help you to not overeat. I have one client story when I was trying to think of how I can exemplify this. And I had this one client who was eating a lot consistently. I will say most of the time, people who think they eat a lot doesn't happen all the time. But this client was really eating a lot um, almost every day. So what we did is we started swapping out a lot of her high calorie snacks and just like excess food that she was eating throughout the day. Like when she would pack her kids lunch, she would just end up eating a handful of goldfish. She would eat a donut as a snack type of thing. And so we just said, okay, let's not say you can't eat something, but let's just switch that out for a fruit or vegetable. And it really reduced her calorie intake by 500. And because I can see how clients track on my fitness pal, I could see on those days where she ate the five to six servings of produce, that's when her calorie intake was lower. And on days where she didn't, her calorie intake was a lot higher. So some tips on how to increase your produce intake to make sure you don't overeat is really make sure you have enough planned in your day. I will say that a lot of people don't end up eating enough produce if they just like leave it to chance especially in the beginning when you're building this habit. So maybe just like start at the beginning of each day and make a list of how you're going to get in those servings. Another tip when I was trying to think of like why people don't tend to eat enough produce is the weekends. So we have a whole weekend podcast episode, but just a tip specifically about produce in the weekends is make sure you don't leave out those weekend days because I feel like this is when people end up overeating. Really try to think about how you're going to get in your produce on the weekends Even if you need to make this your only goal on the weekends, like maybe you can exercise on weekdays and take off on the weekends, but really focus on those fruits and vegetables and think about how you can just get something in every time you eat. I will say it's extremely rare to be in a situation where you have literally no access. I will say like the only two circumstances I can think of is like a sporting event 
and uh, taco truck are the ones where I'm constantly like, yeah, I don't know how to get produce in there. But any other situation, you could probably bring something or you could ask for a side salad at some sort of restaurant. I personally have a church group meeting tonight. It's pizza night, not a great situation for produce. So I volunteer to bring a salad just as an example of how you can kind of get that done. The third reason that you are overeating is because you're not eating enough throughout the day. So Hannah does kind of touch on this on the podcast episode. I mean, she touched on this in the blog post. I think this might be the biggest reason people tend to overeat in those isolated incidences of like maybe you do really well and then all of a sudden one day like you just completely overeat. I want to be clear that you're supposed to get hungry because you're supposed to eat to live. I feel like there's like this big movement for people to like not be hungry anymore thanks to like some medications that are decreasing our appetite. But I just want to remind you that we are supposed to be hungry because the reason that we live is because of caloric intake. We couldn't live if we didn't eat because all of our functions need calories. But anyway, to get off my soapbox, when you ignore your hunger, your body is going to double down and make you even more hungry because it really wants to keep you alive. So it really is doing you a favor. It doesn't know that you just like didn't have time to eat or that you might be trying to cut calories or something like that. And this is why those high calorie foods look even tastier when you're really hungry versus when you're not as hungry. I know for me, when I skip a meal, like I definitely am more inclined to eat hot dogs and pizza and lo mein as compared to if I like eat my nice little meals throughout the day. One client story I was kind of thinking of related to this is this client actually had yesterday. So um, she started implementing literally just a protein shake for breakfast And she told me that this has already helped her to stop overeating throughout the day, especially like these times in between breakfast and lunch. And I don't mean like overeating volume-wise, I mean overeating calorie-wise. She, we've really only worked on protein so far and literally just adding that in has helped her so much. And she's already seven and a half pounds down in one month. So there's something to what eating more of the right foods and making sure that you're not just cutting out calories just to cut out, that you have a strategic plan behind it can really help you to see a lower number on the scale. So tip, if you find yourself feeling like super hungry throughout the day, there's a lot of things you can do. But the one tip I want you to walk away with is track and see if your meals are less than 500 calories each. This tip is going to be super specific because I want you to be successful. Make sure your meals have protein, carbs, and produce. Don't try to skip on something. Don't say I'm going to eat low carb because you are like trying to only have like a 300 calorie breakfast or something. Even the client I worked with yesterday, I said, okay, it's great. You have a protein shake, but maybe let's start adding some produce to it. If you're trying to lose weight by cutting these food groups out, your body is going to wreak havoc on you and try to get it out of you somehow. So it's better if you can get ahead of it and have some nice nice oats for breakfast as opposed to skipping it, saying you're going to do without carbs, and then all of a sudden you're eating three donuts with your lunch. Go ahead and eat the great, the better version of the grains earlier in the day and work with your body's natural hormone system. Don't be afraid to eat more meals as long as you're eating foods that have a purpose. So even though we determine how your calorie deficit is, if you are hungry, definitely eat more, but don't use this as an excuse to eat more of like really sugary dessert foods, fried foods, sweetened beverages, like yummy frappuccinos and stuff like that. Give your body permission to eat more whole grains, vegetables, fruits, lean protein, because with these two, if it makes you feel better, all the foods I listed either have 
protein or fiber, which your body does take more calories to burn as compared to a food with the same amount of calories without those things. So it does give you a little bit of edge too. So even though you're eating more calories in that meal, you're at least eating things that your body takes calories to burn down. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I haven't done a solo episode in so long, so I felt like a little rusty, but I really felt like convicted to kind of say some of those things. I've been saving up some topics that I feel like I don't ever have time to tell clients in a session, so maybe you're one of them. But if you enjoyed this content, make sure to check out other content on Instagram, YouTube, and our blogs. We spend a lot of time creating very specific content for each of those platforms and put a lot of work into them. So if you're not already looking at our content on those places, make sure you do and make sure to like and subscribe or like, I'm thinking about YouTube, like, and I guess follow or like and comment, whatever you can kind of do, at least like, like, and maybe like give us some stars on Spotify or Apple, or definitely like, and subscribe if you're on YouTube, because weight loss is such a competitive place and we really need the help to boost our content so we can reach people who need them that need to learn about safe and healthy ways to lose weight. But see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Millennial Nutritionist podcast. For daily weight loss tips and nutrition information, you can find us on Instagram at the.millennial.nutritionist and on TikTok at millennial.nutritionist. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend who needs encouragement on their health journey. See you in the next episode.